Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I am Kevin McTaggart. This is episode 86. Have some, um... Have some, uh... I don't know if they're retractions, but they're things that I need to say that I said in other podcasts, and I need to expound upon them. Uh, one of those things was, um... Uh, I mentioned in the last episode um, that uh, I uh, went to go see Pearl Jam. You know, I went to go with my dad on uh, on the Sunday show at Fenway and on the Tuesday show at Fenway. I went with my uh, bestie, uh, Teresa, and she let me stay at her place. She let me know that I forgot to mention that she made an excellent dinner. It was like steak and mashed potatoes and broccoli and... There's probably some other ingredient that I'm forgetting, but I'm not going to make another uh, retraction. So that, yeah. So, so thank you, Teresa, for that. I know you're probably listening, but um, hopefully this suffices with the horrendous, awful blunder on my part on not crediting you for such a delicious dinner. It was, it was really fucking delicious. You're an excellent cook. Okay, so we've covered that part. Thank fucking God. Um, another one I wanted to clear up. I think I talked about this in episode 84 when I went on that rant about Moe's running out of rice or not having rice. The Moe's in West Lebanon not having any rice. Um, I found out uh, like a week later because I went back to Moe's like a week later and... Um, Turns out the rice cooker machine was broken. So that's why they didn't have any rice. I, I'm a regular there, so I know a few of the cus- a few of the employees and the cashier who I know said said that, you know, they the the rice cooker um would only cook half the rice or something like that. So they ran out of rice and uh they fixed it obviously cuz they're still open. But um so yeah, those are two um, uh, omissions, I guess we could call them, from previous episodes. If you, if I make an omission, if there's some sort of correction or something, um, and you hear me say it in my podcast, and I may have messed up something, let me know, and I will, I will correct it as best as I can. Okay, you can send it to my email address of gofuckyourself at mctaggartattack.com or you can send it to my real email address of mctaggartattack at gmail.com or you can send me an instant message on my Facebook page um, you know stuff like that stuff like that uh, let's see um, what did I want to talk about today Here's something that I wanted to talk about because, like, I think this came out last earlier this week, and it was about um. I don't know the full details of this story, but uh, we all love Sesame Street, right? Bert and Ernie, you know, what the hell are they? First of all, they're they're Muppets or they're puppets. They're Muppets. They're Muppets. 
That's what they fucking are. Alright? But there's... I guess a former writer said that he wrote them... Um, as, as gay characters. And then... And, and then Sesame Street... Put out a statement saying that... No, they're only really good friends. What the hell... Sesame Street. You really... Sesame Street... Really... Fucking dropped the ball... On this. Alright? They really... Fucking dropped the ball. Um... What, what, what a great... Opportunity... This would have been. You know? For, what a great teaching moment... This would have been... For Sesame Street. To, to, to be like... Yeah, they're gay. But, but like, they probably thought there'd be an uproar or something by those people that hate gay people or don't think that gay is a thing or don't think that homosexuality should be a thing. So, of course, Sesame Street fucking caves. I posted on Facebook and Twitter, uh, like, I was just like, I don't care what they do in their bedroom. It's none of my business. You know, and that got quite a big reaction. And it, it's true, though. I don't care. No one should... I, I said, I don't care what Bert and Ernie do in the privacy of their bedroom, and neither should you. And we shouldn't. I don't fucking care what the fuck they do in their fucking bedroom. It's ridiculous. It's, it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that that's a thing. It's a damn shame that we have to care about what we do in the bedroom. It's a damn shame that we have to care who we, what we like to do sexually. You know? I hate that we live in a society like that, where, where, where we have to declare such things. It's a shame. It's a shame that we, that we live in a world where, you know, a, a world run by straight people, basically. If you're straight, nobody cares. But if you're not straight, then, oh, hey, no, 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 we need... No, this isn't good. It's not a good idea. Why the fuck is it not a good idea? What the fuck is wrong with these people? I get so upset about who people like to have sex with, who people are attracted to. You know, it doesn't really matter. We're all people. We should... We, we like people. Why can't we just all be people? Why do we have to care? There, we should make a rule that we should not care but we have who we have sex with. That's a, There should be some sort of law. Which is sad that we have to make a law like that. But there should be some sort of law where like, alright, we officially don't care who you have sex with anymore. But of course, um, unless it's, you know, a child. Then, then that's bad. Yeah, don't fuck kids. Don't, but that's don't be a pedophile. Yeah, the the we only care who you have sex with if you're a pedophile. Law. That's what it should be. I think that's a good idea. That's what we should. That's right. We should just enact a law. Someone. I would not be actually. I joke a little bit about that, but I feel like that should be a thing that that a lawmaker should do is to make a law that we don't care. Who you have sex with. Unless it's a pe- unless you're a pedophile. It'll be called the unless you're a pedophile clause. 
And um, I think that might I think that might solve a lot of problems if we if someone would enact the unless you're a pedophile clause. That would be that would be a good idea. Um, let's see. What else did I want to talk about today? I don't really like to talk about sports because I'm not really all that interested in sports. But like you know, um, when my favorite teams are doing well, or if they're not doing well, I need to like talk about them. And I've I've watched a few of Florida State's football games so far this year, and I'm not very impressed. <laughs> Like, I watched their first game of the season, or some of the first game of the season against Virginia Tech when they got their ass kicked. And then I didn't, I couldn't watch the um, game against Sanford, obviously. But then, but then I tried to watch Syracuse, and they got their ass kicked again. Every time I've seen them play this year, they've gotten their fucking ass kicked. And they won, they won yesterday um, against, uh, Northern Illinois, so they're two and two now. Thank God! Thank God they're not one and three as I record this. That that would be fucking tragic. But I mean, I'm not quite sure who to blame here. But for now, I'm gonna blame Jimbo Fisher. I think I think what I want to do is I want to give the new coach, uh, Willie Taggart, like one season to to clean this up. To turn things around. And let's hope that he does. Because um, next year, you know, I'll be probably a bit more harsh on him for that. Um, so, yeah. Like, I-, I do blame Jimbo for, like, leaving and not obviously giving a shit. And just not... He He was more concerned about what job he was getting next than the job that he had. I think. And I heard something about Jimbo last year that he wanted to leave Tallahassee because his wife, his wife, um, left him for a Florida Gator player or something. I don't know if that's a true rumor or not. I don't know, but that's what I heard. But, 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 but I've talked about this in previous podcasts that I was glad that Jimbo Fisher left and. I'm curious to see how well Willie Taggart can do. Like I said just a few minutes ago, I'm I'm going to give him a year. You know, I'll I'll give him a season. I'm not going to be too. I'm not going to be critical of him this season because he's been trying to put in a new program, you know, a new offense and stuff like that, and new coaches to get adjusted to players that he didn't even recruit, you know. So I mean, also actually. I may go longer than a year because, like, I might give him two or three. You know, I'm I'm probably going to be a lot more generous than than most fans are. Most fans are probably most fans probably want him fired now because that's how fans work. That's how stupid fans are. You know, so mo- most fans uh, can't wait to get someone out the door. But like, I'm going to give him maybe two years. To get his, get everything turned around. I don't know, because I felt like I was too harsh on Steve Adazio at BC, because he walked into, like, a shitstorm of a program, and the teams actually, 
improving now after you know his first two years. Like last year, the team seemed to turn around, and this year they're they're three and one. They got their ass kicked by Purdue, but things like that happen. And BC is not a top program, and they never will be. So, um, that's that's. So we'll see. Yeah, you got to give. You have to give college coaches. I think a few years more than pro coaches because college coaches need to bring their all their players in and their recruiting classes and there need to be a combination of recruiting classes because they're trying to build upon their system and I understand that and I just don't think most people do because it's a results now business unfortunately all sports is but I'm willing to give Willie Tigert a couple years to fix this mess that Jimbo Fisher left behind um what else was I thinking this week? I think uh um I was uh I watched well, I watched most of WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view last uh Sunday night. And <laughs> like I fell asleep and and like I usually fall asleep in the middle of every WWE pay-per-view for the most part, you know? And I don't usually try to watch the parts that I missed the next day. I just I just don't see the fucking point of that. I don't know. Because I feel like they're already... I, I'd already be watching Raw, and Raw is going to, like, recap everything for me. Raw or SmackDown will recap everything for me anyway. So there's really no fucking point to me to pay attention to what's going on, you know, to try to watch it, you know? I mean, plus, I suck at binge-watching, which is what this would be. I guess it wouldn't be binge-watching, but it would just be catching up on shows that I missed. And, like, I don't catch up on shows that I missed, you know? Unless it's, like, on Game of Thrones and and they put the... Unless... If I have to go on the internet to, like, catch up, I, I suck at that. I'm not good at it. I don't like to do it. Um, I haven't really done it since uh, Lost. Like, with Lost, I had the DVDs, you know? And then, like, I would try to watch it um, the next morning because I worked second shift at the time. And then during the last season, I I uh, was working day shift, so I was actually able to watch the episodes as they were happening. So that was cool. But, um... Yeah, I uh I just don't I'm it's I'm fine with the fact that I suck at like binge watching, you know, or streaming television. I don't I'm not I don't watch shows on the internet. I mean, I I've watched I think I've I think I have 5 episodes left of season 2 of Stranger Things and I don't know if I'll ever watch them. I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch them. And like I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Because I, I just... So, <laughs> veered off track with streaming, about streaming television. But I'm thinking about... Um, back to the WWE. I'm thinking about um, canceling my WWE Network subscription. Because I never watch it. I never fucking watch this shit. You know? And it's like, I can read the results... On on the internet, you know? But it's like, 
I watch like half the pay-per-view and then I fall asleep. You know, and miss it. And it just it's just ridiculous, you know, and I, I just then I'm just so I'm thinking of canceling my WWE network subscription and I almost want to stop watching the WWE altogether because I just there's no I don't care I mean I just sort of watch it for entertainment but it's like it's on so much now and there's so much happening and it's like the character development is so shitty for that reason because they've got so much to fucking work on and they really need to like streamline their shows. One show a week, I think, would be fine. But that's not going to happen anymore because Raw will be on USA Network and SmackDown will be on Fox next year, which is something I'm still having issues with, to be frank with you. I mean, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm probably going to watch it, but I'm like, I just... Their, their, their character development on the WWE shows, the main roster shows suck. And like I that's and like I would watch NXT but I never have like the time to watch NXT and I I just don't care to watch it. You know, I just don't know if I'm really a wrestling fan anymore. I'm not a fan of most things anymore and I talked about this to my friend Phil. I mentioned it to my friend Phil how like I'm not much of a sports fan anymore and He's just, he's, he's planned it to me perfectly. Cause like my passion now is stand up comedy and that, um, overrules all the other passions that I had, like being a sports fan or a wrestling fan or whatever. I just, I'm more critical of, of the whole essence of sports now. Like I don't care how my sports teams do anymore or how wrestling does, you know, but I mean, I'll still watch wrestling, but I don't really know if I want to. I feel like I'm addicted to watching wrestling. And I don't want to be fucking addicted to watching wrestling. It's, so I might stop watching wrestling. I don't know. I just Or, or like take a break from it. Because it's just like... It's pretty sad where... They're trying to talk people into coming out of retirement. Or they're bringing in... Or, or part-timers have, like, their big belts. Like, Brock Lesnar is a part-timer. And, like, what's the big match they're doing right now? It's... Undertaker and Triple H one last time, but they're going to have a tag match at the next Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. So what the fuck? How is that one last? It's not necessarily one last time. And also, and apparently in that tag match, they're going to bring back Shawn Michaels, who's been retired. And that's more compelling than any of any wrestler that they've had. Like, they suck so much at, like, creating wrestlers. And, like... And, like, the ones who do, who have organically become popular, they try to make them heal or something like that. Like, Becky Lynch has to be one of their most popular wrestlers right now. And she's playing the whole the role of a heel, yet she gets cheers, you know? Or they want Rusev to be a bad guy, but people love Rusev Day. Or, like, back in the day, Dolph Ziggler was one of their popular wrestlers, and he... They, they did nothing for him. They they gave him not much opportunities. Like, he had that big win at Survivor Series in 2014. And then they fired him a few days later for storyline purposes. And it's just like, what the fuck? 
It's like they will push onto us whoever they want to push onto us. They don't care what the fans think. Because people, millions of people are still going to pay for their shit and buy their shit. So they can do whatever the fuck they want because they're still making money. So that's what they have to fucking do. If they were starting to lose money, they would change their fucking product. But that's not going to fucking happen. So I'm just thinking that maybe I just need to stop watching WWE. But I don't know. I'm not saying I'm giving up on the WWE, but I'm just... Um, I don't know. I'm just tired of being a wrestling I'm not a wrestling... I'm not as big a wrestling fan as I used to be. Because I want to be a great stand-up comedian. And um, that's what I want to do. See, is there anything else I wanted to talk about? I had one other topic that I wanted to discuss. And yeah, okay, I have a couple more things to to bring to light here. And we'll go ahead and do that. Um, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the whole uh, Kavanaugh Supreme Court uh, hearing judge. He's the Supreme Court. He's the candidate for, Supreme, for the Supreme Court that's... Um, um, apparently, uh, that, you know, they're, they're trying to decide, you know, there's confirmation hearings and whatnot. And of course, and of course, this rings eerily similar to the whole Clarence Thomas thing from back in the 90s, which was a monumental time. I remember watching that as a kid. And now we have, like, pretty much the same sort of deal, kind of. I don't know what the hell. Were the, I guess what happened with Kavanaugh was... Um, they were kids, they were at a party, and, um, he allegedly tried to rape her, or something like that, and, uh, I don't know, I, I, uh, first of all, if that happened, that's awful, I mean, but, it's just, politics is just so fucking disgusting with, I'm, it's just so fucking disgusting, I hate, I hate politics, because it's like, they don't, we don't fucking listen to each other, you know? And it's like, we care more about our team winning than making the country better, making the world better. We, we don't, we care more about whether our party wins than if our country grows and becomes better, you know? And you can make a stupid slogan like, make America great again, but the other side's gonna fucking hate it. And it's just it's just so goddamn irritating that with politics and government, how it's just like, oh, no, no, we have to win. We have to do this. None of them. See, maybe they do. But to me, it seems like no one in government, no one in high political office seems to actually give a shit about our country. They care more about whether their party wins. That's all they fucking care about. They care about how their party does. They don't care about how their country does. Or they don't care about whatever state they fucking represent. They just want to make sure that their party stays in power so they can keep their job. That's all they fucking care about. And that's disgusting. If you're a politician, if you're a government leader, you should care about, you know, fixing your goddamn country. Sure, I'm, sure there are some politicians who seem to care about 
fixing the country. But most, to me, most fucking politicians only care about what, how does their party doing? Is their party reigning supreme? You know? Or, or, or they don't care about their, their state's needs. They just do whatever the fuck it takes to get elected or reelected. It's just so fucking irritating that we live in the country that seems to be the case. To me, I don't know if it's... It's just what it appears to be. And it appears to be just a stupid shit show of of just... It's just... It's, it's aggravating. And when things like the Kavanaugh thing come up, it just shows... Rears its ugly head again. And I just hate how our political leaders seemingly have their head up their asses. just irritating to me um let's see um i want to the last segment we're gonna do well we have some other things to talk about but there's a um i want to do what's pissing you off and then we can move on with our lives but i don't know what i'm gonna pick for what's pissing you off because I can't seem to fucking find it right now. Um, where the hell is it? It was around here somewhere. And that's just me talking and scrolling through and trying to find... Oh, okay, I think I got it. Okay, good. Alright. <clears throat> uh, this week's winner... <sighs> Is uh, Leslie Zebrowitz, and she had a few a few weeks ago that she gave me. She's my she's a friend of mine from college, and she had like six. She gave me six, like a few weeks ago, and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, here's here's a good one. Um. She had this one that said, People who think it is adorable when their kid is making so much effing noise, banging on a metal bleacher. Literally, I was about to shoot the mom a death stare, and she got up to take a video because clearly she thought us losing our hearing was no big deal. I'm really sick and tired of of parents nowadays particularly the the parents who think it's perfectly fucking okay for their kid to act like a fucking goofball in public to, to, for them to act like you know um to, to, to just let them do whatever the fuck they want like banging on bleachers and making loud noise and totally annoying everyone else around them, you know? And while this kid is just there, they just let their kid do whatever the fuck they want out in public. Like, I was, I was, I still remember this a few years ago from Louie Louie's. And I'm there with my folks. And then there's this young couple with a kid and they're sitting at a table next to us. And this kid had like dough or something like that. He's just playing with... I think they... I think Louis Louis... I found out later that... Louis Louis gave them dough to play with. And like... 
But at the time, I thought he was just taking the bread and making stuff with it and making shapes and not fucking eating the bread. And I'm just staring there and I'm just like, my folks are looking too and I'm just like, what the fuck are these parents doing? Just letting their goddamn kids act like fucking doofuses out in fucking public. Why can't you just tell your children to act like normal fucking people? Have some goddamn consideration for the people around you who are fucking grossed out by your kid making these stupid dough shapes or banging on stupid metal fucking bleachers when we're trying to watch a fucking baseball game. I felt good about that one. Yeah. Definitely felt good about that one. Hope you liked that one, Leslie. I also hope you've listened to my podcast. That would really fucking help there. Um, let's see. I had a great set the other night. Uh, Krish Mahan, I think is his name. Um, I was in a show with him at Woolen Mill on Friday, uh, 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 um, September 21st in Bridgewater, Vermont. Um, he, he was, he did a great job as well, but I, I just got up there and got angry about stuff and I got a lot of compliments. I got another compliment today from Colin. He sent me a text and told me that I did a good job. So, yeah, I had a good show there. Um, I have a show coming up on September 29th at the Marquee. I'm taking over Reggie Britton's show this month. Um, and we're going to have a few uh, comedians from up in Burlington. Uh, Mike Paternoster, um, Liam Welsh, uh, Jeremy Rayburn, and a few other surprises. Some I know about, some Reggie doesn't know about, but I don't really care what Reggie fucking knows because he doesn't fucking listen to my podcast anyway, so I can fucking talk about that like here. So we've got that, and um, that's all that's coming up. I'll have, there's another Thunderdome October 6th, but I'll be doing another podcast before then, hopefully. Um, look me up on Facebook if you want. Find the McTaggart Attack Podcast Facebook page. Um, you can find the podcast well, you've, you're listening to the podcast now, so you know where the fuck to find the podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter, at Kev McTee. And if you have any complaints or suggestions or anything like that, you can send me a Facebook message, or you can send an email to the attack at gmail.com. I think I tried to give that email address earlier, but I don't know if, if, it, if I gave like the right one. But it is attack at gmail.com. All right, thank you for listening to episode 86. I'm Kevin McTaggart, and that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart attack is cooking...